Hello, everyone. I am Brent Steele of the University of Utah. I'm here with Yelna Subotic of Georgia State University, and we're talking about ontological security and what it adds to our understanding of international relations. Hello, Professor Subotic. Hello, how are you? I am doing okay. There is a pandemic and the world is burning down. Um, otherwise, I'm fine. <laughs> so I was going to introduce the concept and then turn it over sure. to you, if that's okay. Sure. So ontological security is the security of being, a sense of predictability in our psychological and social worlds. It's continuity through time and space. Sometimes that's how it's defined. Uh, the background of ontological security is... Uh, vast. Uh, it was originally developed by Ronald Lang, uh, a psychologist in the 1960s. It was further conceptualized by sociologist Anthony Giddens in the 1980s and 1990s. And then a bunch of us scholars started to apply it to our understanding of international relations in the mid to late 2000s. Um, and so I will turn it over to Yelena, who can start us off by explaining what it adds to our understanding of international relations, and then I can also add to all, what it also adds to international relations that she doesn't cover herself. Sure. Well, I think there are many ways in which we can understand the contribution of ontological security. I think I would start with the fact that it allows us to think of states as collectives and to not only focus on individual actors. Oftentimes in international relations, uh, scholars would think of individual leaders or individual, you know, kind of coalitions or groups in society and uh, scaling up the sense of individual security or insecurity onto the level of the state allows us to explore questions of uh, group identity, uh, group crisis, group anxiety. So we can begin to understand kind of massive uh, upheavals that states go through uh, at, uh, during various periods of crisis. So um, in my view, it's really difficult to understand a lot of uh, contemporary political anxiety and crisis without taking um, the perspective of ontological security that can explain, for example, issues of Brexit or issues of the rise of Donald Trump in the United States or the issues of emergence and rise and consolidation of populism uh, across Europe and elsewhere in the world. Uh, because the focus on ontological security provides us with the tools to think about how uh, collectives such as states respond to crisis and how different shocks to the system, if you will, uh, lead to a loss of sense of calm and routine and basically states freak out. And I think we are now living through that very protracted um, period of freak out uh, in global politics that ontological security can help um, make sense of. Yeah, absolutely. And in addition to that, I mean, one of the results or consequences of the freakout is that there is an intense reattachment and drive at the level of states and collectives for ontological security that compromises the drive for identity of individuals and other particular groups. And so um, another way to put it is that the drive for identity at the level of states sometimes compromises in violent ways 
the ontological and physical securities of individuals. And that's what we're seeing in the United States right now on who should be a real, who is a real American versus who is not and who should be kept out, who's allowed in, why you need borders, um, and therefore who should be um, uh, considered a, a real American, quote unquote, and uh, who doesn't fit that definition and therefore becomes marginalized. And so it has very, very real effects. The drive for ontological security is not just identity politics in an ethereal way. It is something that has real effects, life and death effects at the level of individuals and groups. And that can maybe just explain where a lot of the world is right now and um, where it has been in the past and where it's going in the future. Yeah, and I think it also helps us move away from um, explanations of international action that focus on things like material benefits or interests or physical, what, you know, in IR, we would call physical security. So oftentimes, you know, people would have a hard time understanding why would Donald Trump uh, create a trade war with China when it's so obviously self-defeating? Or why would he pull out of WTO or uh, threaten to pull out of WHO in the middle of a pandemic? On, on its face, these policies make no sense. But thinking through them through the lens of ontological security that focuses on identity and sense of self and sense of security of who you are, I think gives us a much better analytical purchase to really th think through uh, what is going on. And in addition to that, the power of narratives in all of that. And so sometimes we sort of dismiss narratives as being, well, you know, these aren't necessarily real. Well, sometimes they're they're so real uh, that they overwhelm uh, and, and or shape uh, individuals' senses of reality to the point that they have enormous political effects. And so your work on narrative, I think, has demonstrated this both at the level of memory politics uh, and at the level of contemporary politics as well. Thank you. This has been fun. Yes, it's been great. Thanks.